Welcome to the CX Chronicles podcast. This is the show for customer service managers, VPs of customer experience, and all of you other CXers out there. Every week, we're going to dig into topics, challenges, wins, and updates in the CX and customer service community. I'm your host, Adrian brady Chisana. Check us out at cxchronicles.com. Feel free to reach out to us anytime. Thank you so much for being a part of the CX Chronicles Nation. Zendesk, the platform where all the action is. Do you need help with customer interactions across phone, chat, email, social media, and any other channel that you can imagine? all coming together in one place. Ask CX Chronicles how Zendesk can help your business today. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to the CX Chronicles podcast. I'm your host, Adrian brady Chisana, and this is a CX Weekly Update. So guys, um, hope the week's going well for everybody. Things are going good within your business, within your teams. Everybody's uh, killing it and starting 2020 off with a bang. Um had a pretty cool um, idea for today's show. Uh, I got a bunch of messages from people saying, hey, you know, a while back we talked a little bit about sort of uh, optimizing customer service process flows and thinking about, you know, how can we maximize the way that we take care of our customers within our, our budding businesses, right? So that we can keep building armies of promoters and mitigating, you know, building a, building a, a, a growing base of detractors, people that don't have a good experience. And a, and a big part of it is, it's highly formulaic, guys, right? There's all these different companies that you see that are winning in the game and winning on the market. Many of them, the one thing that they've got in common is they've really thought about what do they need to do to build, what are the steps to build uh, a, a sustainable, um, positive customer service process flow that can scale with them in the future as they grow their businesses. So that's the name of today's CX Weekly Update. Um, let's hop right into it. So Number one, and you guys hear me talk about this all of the time, but number one, create a customer journey map. Okay, look, I don't talk about building customer journey maps uh, for my health. I promise you that. That's not why I do it. However, they are a lot of fun, and they do tend to get teams pretty excited and get 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 teams really thinking about all the different facets that go into running their customers, right? But number one, creating a customer journey map. So taking the time to go from the top of the funnel to the bottom of the funnel and then all the way down to your retention experience is imperative, especially if you are a growing business, technology startup, uh, unicorn growth where things are just happening so quickly that that map, that journey is constantly fluctuating. Taking time to go through what are the different areas of customer engagement along the way, right? Where are the areas of awareness? Where are the areas of of, of, of conversion? Where are the areas of onboarding? Where are the areas of account management? Where are the areas of loyalty and retention and so on and so forth, right? There's all these different buckets that, that you need to think about as you build your ground game. Actually, we spend, we dedicated an entire chapter to this notion of customer journey maps inside of our new book, The Four CX Pillars to Grow Your Business Now. So you should check it out there too because we go all the way into the weeds on what that's going to look like. All right, so so number one, building a customer journey map. You know, part part of building that map though, there's a few sub-stages to this, right? There's a few different things that you can think about as you're doing that. For example, building customer personas, right? As you're a growing business, you have all these 
different types of customers that want to come and experience your services, experience your product, experience whatever it is that you're offering to the market, every one of those customers tends to have a different persona, right? Unless you're just selling a widget or selling a thing where there's one thing and every customer line is going to get the same thing. Different customers have different needs. So taking the time to build customer personas and think about what that looks like is going to be really important within your business. The other big thing is find out what customers want to solve for. Every buyer has a goal, right? Every buyer has some type of thing that they're going after, a thing that they're trying to achieve, or an itch that they're trying to scratch with why they're buying that thing. You need to take the time to understand what they're what they're actually solving for. So, you know, take taking a second within your company and within your team, especially your CX team, your inside sales team, your outside sales team, all the different ways that you connect with your customers, ask take some time to ask those questions when you have early customers. What made you give our company a try? What issues are you trying to solve for? Are you satisfied with the information on our website? Did it help you make 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 a decision around why you're talking to me today? And then and then if they've already bought, ask them about the customer service that they've maybe already received along the way. Taking time to think about how you have a plan for every touch point within your customer journey is going to separate you from the rest of the pack, no doubt about it. Number 2, know your existing customers inside and out. Look, for people that know me well, um, and for folks that have worked with CX Chronicles, um, this is one of the biggest things that we spend our time on. Understanding customers, uh, understanding what comprises the customer portfolio that's in front of us, thinking about all the different nodes that goes into how we can parse them out and separate them and compartmentalize them so that we actually have the most strategic way of putting our team on the pitch and thinking about how we need to be prepared for battle, right? Understanding your existing customer base tells you who are our ideal customer profile, right? Our ICPs. And then they also help you to understand who's our non-customer profile, our NCP, or our, or maybe it's our our, our, our our folks that maybe eventually we want to unqualify out together because they're, they're, they're hard to manage. They, they, they're not going to jive with the product or the service that your company's offering. Or maybe they're just difficult customers and it's a misalignment, right? And as you grow your business and as you refine your pipelines and refine your funnels, these are the things that world-class businesses do to really make sure that whichever folks they're focused on are going to give them the biggest bang for their buck. It's going to have the the highest LTV or lifetime value, right, as a customer. And then you're really thinking about from a marketing uh, and from a sales perspective, where do you actually want to spend the bulk of your budget around customer acquisition? And where do you want to spend the, the bulk of your time thinking about how you're going to bring these people into the scope? Number three, align your support agents to a customer first service process. Okay, this is huge, right? Every business calls themselves customer-centric. Every business calls themselves uh, um, all about the customer and customer first and we're, the, we're about the customer. Well, let's let's see. Some companies actually walk, they, they walk the walk. Other companies are talking the talk. And so what are some ways that you can make sure that your company's walking the walk when it comes to how you, you think about your support agents or your, your frontline defense, the people that are talking to your customers every day? What are the things that you need to be focused on, right? The first thing is empathizing with those customers. It drives me crazy when I hear different frontline reps tell a customer, I can't help you, nothing I can do. Really sorry, but you're gonna just have to you're gonna have to deal. That is like, wait a minute, what? Do you know how much money somebody just spent to acquire that lead, that opportunity, that account into your funnel? 
empathizing with your customers is going to be huge. I'm not saying that the customer's right every single time because the reality is there are edge cases where we got to kind of take a step back and say, wait a minute, this is not going to work for our business. But empathy with your customers is going to be one of the biggest things that you need to focus on with your support agents. The, the, the second big part is you better spend hours a week helping your, your frontline agents think about how they're going to understand customer problems from the grassroots. Get them good at going five layers deeper, asking questions, probing questions, understanding the root cause for some of the trouble so that either, number one, they can help them and they can actually support them and give them a great experience, or number two, they can, they can, they can immediately look back internally and say, shoot, we got a lot of stuff to fix here. There's a lot of things that aren't, aren't, aren't right. Maybe it's our policies. Maybe it's our systems. Maybe it's the way that we train our team. But those are really important things to think about. Another big piece is making sure that we understand um, how we can align customer service goals with KPIs that help drive our business. You'd be blown away with how many companies that are just just exploding haven't necessarily taken the time to think about how they can slide all the oars into all the right areas of the ship and row the damn boat in the right direction. Sometimes you have uh, certain customer-facing roles that are are asked to, to, to pull the ship to the left and other customer-facing roles that are asked to sh- pull the ship to the right. This is a huge, huge, huge issue, guys. And this is this is one of the biggest areas that we see in terms of internal friction at CX Chronicles with some of the companies that we've worked with. And, and I think that it's imperative for you and your team to take some time to think about what are those goals that are going to matter? What are those goals that are going to give us the biggest bang for our buck? And how do we make sure that our team understands exactly how we're going to help help them achieve those goals every single day? Number four, design an escalation process for customer service. This is another huge area that uh, uh, rocket ship companies have a huge problem with this because they're so they're so privileged to grow so quickly and so fast and just so much stuff happening all the time that it's very easy to almost miss entirely how there needs to be more of a mature, um, reliable, and scalable escalation process for how your customer service works. So let's let's give a couple examples. I know that for technology companies, they're always super hot to want to go straight to self-service, right? Let's just build this self this self-service self-service knowledge base. Let's put all the answers in there and then here customer just go straight there. Now that's awesome. That's great because it does help and the reality is in the modern world, most people would like to try to help themselves first before they have to sit on a phone call for 30 minutes, right? That's the bottom line. But self-service also has some other pieces to it, which is most people don't realize that as you build a self-service knowledge base, when your customers can't find the problem or can't find the answer inside of that base, guess who they're calling five minutes later? The same exact um, support agents that they're calling today. Now, how can you set set up the support agents for success? Many of you that listen to the show are already fully aware of thinking about level one, level two, level three based um Customer service, uh, give, give people that don't understand this uh, a high-level understanding. Level 1 support agents are typically there for simple queries, uh, uh, account problems, uh, basic product usage questions, right? Simple help desk stuff where basically it's a quick quick question. It's going to be uh, really easy to kind of fix, and it typically happens to be a really short interaction. So that's, that's a high level of a level 1. A level 2 might be more around troubleshooting incidents. It could involve complex requests involving workflows or tweaks, maybe even personalization on the accounts, right? And there's different ways that you might want to serve these people, right? Maybe this is where you think about expanding your channels. 
On level one, it's easy just to bang these things out with live chat, over the phone, maybe on a ticketing software. Level two, maybe you want to think about making sure that because it's a little bit more complex, your customer communication medium is more fit for that, right? So maybe it's a video call, definitely a phone call, right? If you're a small business, this is where you get in front of your customers, Okay, and then the last one, level three support agents. These are going to be troubleshooting incidents with big business impact, right? There's product or there's software issues. There's compliance issues. There's security issues. Uh, Basically, you need to take this customer interaction, bring it straight upwards because you're going to need to think about new solutions, workarounds, uh, policy changes. These are like the big, scary, high-level things, guys. These are the things that can really impact your business. Same, 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 idea, same idea here with the response channels. This is where you're going to want to be flexible with, with making sure that you're bringing these customers to the right place so that they get the answers that they need. And number five, understand the nature of the ticket. Most of you guys listening to the CX Chronicles podcast and building your your your, your customer focused businesses, you're already using some form of a ticketing system. You're using a Zendesk. You're using a Freshworks. Maybe you're using Salesforce cases. Maybe you're using Jira tickets, etc. There's all these awesome different tools out there that you can be using. But understanding the nature of the ticket is huge, right? Because tickets can be broken into so many different categories, guys. There's simple tickets, there's technical tickets, there's product-related tickets, there's pricing tickets. There's all these different things that your agents need to be thinking about. And it's really, really important that on a quarterly basis, you take time to understand how are our ticket classifications serving us? What are they actually giving us back in return? What's the ROI on them? And the more importantly, is there any new buckets or is there any new things that have been emerging over the last quarter that our company needs to think about implementing into the nature of the way that we think about our tickets? So really, really important stuff here, guys. And and and, and as we kind of close this CX Weekly up, just easy, easy ways to gain a competitive edge by building out a reliable customer service process. There's a number of different ways that you can do this uh, if you're just slamming into the wall and you keep you keep just hitting your hitting your head and you don't know what to do call us at cx chronicles we can help you build this the other thing too is remember there is so much awesome information out there guys around how you can build a formulaic customer service approach to build your business so i hope that this week's cx weekly update is helpful uh we've got a bunch of great updates uh for you so the um the guest list for the CX Chronicles podcast podcast is just like growing immensely, guys. We've got a bunch of awesome new guests coming down the pipeline. We've got uh, uh, several CEOs coming out to talk about their company's um, growth paths and how they built their customer bases. We've got CX experts coming on talking about all these different ways that you can continue to iterate on your customer experience and your customer service. Um, we've got uh, we've got authors coming on who are going to be telling their stories around how they sold their company for 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 for, for eight figure exits, and we got all sorts of other cool stuff happening. Last thing is the book will be on uh, on on Amazon by the end of this month. So we are incredibly, incredibly excited. February is going to be the month that we put the first book out there. Uh, I'll make sure that every single person in the CX Nation is fully aware of when that happens. And again, keep the uh, keep the outreach coming, guys. We've already gotten a bunch of people reaching out asking for pre-orders. Uh, absolutely love seeing that stuff. It's incredible to see. Um, don't hesitate to reach out to us. If you have any questions at all, info at cxchronicles.com or hit us up on the website, cxchronicles.com, and, uh, and, and we'd be happy to answer any questions you have there. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to the CX Chronicles podcast. Uh, Have a fantastic week and we'll look forward to talking with you real soon.
Thank you so much for listening to another episode of CX Chronicles. Be sure to subscribe, save, and share with all of your fellow CXers. And until next time, make happiness a habit, CX Chronicles Nation. Check us out at cxchronicles.com. 